This is the trigger warning for our show. Please understand that various monsters had various victims and hunted in various ways, depending on the folklore, mythology, or stories that were told about them. Please understand that it is not our intent to upset you. You will be given other warnings and additional warnings depending on the episode, but this is our blanket statement. We didn't write the myths, but we are using them to tell our story. Also, this is the content warning for our show. There will be cursing. There will be some interesting ideas. We will take it in where we can, but be warned, there was beer involved. What if I told you there is a world where not only are monsters like vampires and werewolves real, but they have rights just like you and me. And in this world, there exists a secret government organization dedicated to keeping you safe and making sure they follow the rules. Welcome to Anarium, a Monster of the Week podcast. Hey everybody, it's Cameron Baker, your favorite neighborhood podcaster guy. And uh, once again, we're starting the episode off with, sorry the episode didn't get up last week. Um, due to some stuff you'll hear on the episode and some stuff that you won't, um, there just wasn't time for me to get everything done and um, get the episode up the way that we wanted it to be. Um, because this is the arc finale, uh, you could say. So we wanted this one to be done correctly, uh to the best of our ability. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it and enjoy this arc finale. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Um, I know it's taken a long time to get this arc done, but it is done, and I hope you enjoy it. Hi, I'm Sam. This is the world I created, Anarium, given life by Michael Sands, Monster of the Week. Uh, I appreciate you guys being here. It's a world made by me, my friends, my family, and my loved ones. Um, We've done a lot of work into it. I'm glad you guys can be here to play in my sandbox. These are two of my friends who we're currently playing with now. Unfortunately, the third is out sick. Who do I got? We have Cameron Baker here. I play Bernard Miller on the show. Um... We're unclear if it's going to sound this way on the recording. We'll see. Uh, if it sounds a little fuzzy, we spent an hour or so trying to mess with it. Uh, my computer was busted, and we thought we had everything fixed, and now we're having some technical difficulties. And we also are missing one of our three flares. <laughs> uh, so so bear with us. We are we are going to get through this. But, uh, yeah, this is Cameron playing Bernard. Who else we got? Hey, Sam. Hey, Cam. This is Rob, longtime listener, first-time caller. Um, happy to be here in Denver. You're um, such a dork. I love you. <laughs> Good to hear from you, Rob. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, that's enough online too. Next caller. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Here in Denver, uh, we definitely are going to miss Taylor tonight. So we appreciate the patience. Let's just give uh, some love and support to our friend, even if you're hearing this after the fact. A little love and kindness in this world goes a long way. So uh, I'm happy to be here with you guys tonight. Thank you. Yeah, it's weird hearing you say nice things. It's 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 not out of character. It's just not common. Yeah, yeah. Like I know I know that there's niceness in there, but you know you're usually more of a. Rob's gonna roast whenever he gets the opportunity. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get into the game. Okay, so when you guys last last left off, 
Hey, we're rusty. We are. We are a little rusty, and I do need to ask <laughs> apology in advance. Um, it's been a, a bit. It's been a few weeks since we played this scenario. We've we've lived with these characters. My brain has moved on to new stories that I want to do. And so trying to get back into these characters might be a little rough and a little bumpy. So all I ask is that you guys just bear with me. I apologize. Pretty much everything that can happen to a podcast to slow it down has happened, both yeah. positive and negative. Yeah. Whether it's positive life things, negative life things, computer issues. So like hopefully we're we've we've paid our due and now we can just get stuff. I don't know. We've got stuff in the can for you guys yeah. in the future. I, don't... I certainly won't get excited about being ahead of schedule anymore. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, that's great. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I, the, the last message I sent them, uh, there were two messages in a row. It was, guys, I'm so excited. I'm finally ahead of the schedule. It's going to be awesome. I won't feel like I'm up against, you know, kind of gun up to my head trying to get this done all the time. And the next message was like, guys, my computer's not working. <laughs> like the next day. Um, yeah, it's been, it, like, Sam said, everything that can happen has happened. Uh, but I appreciate those of you that are still checking in with us that's still there. Yeah. It, it really does mean a lot. We know that we've got weird corners and we're a little rusty and we're learning. Yeah. but uh, And hey. especially you guys that we, we've been trying to make a better imprint on social media and stuff too. So we haven't been releasing episodes. So thanks to all you guys who have still been kind of communicating with us on social media. Um, that way it doesn't feel like we've been totally gone, gone. Right. We're, we're still um, here. We promise. We're trying. <laughs> When we last left off, you, the four of you, including my character, um, who you might get a little bit more of than originally anticipated just to fill in the three-player slot. Hopefully I never have to touch dice because I'm terrible at it. Anyone who knows me will tell you that. Um, you saw the so – you were in the basement. You dealt with Mary Shaw in the medical theater. You went on further to where Dr. Lucian Fuchs was. He said hello to you, I believe, and that is where we cut. Yeah. I, re I remember him saying something about us meeting his Helmut. Ah, Helmut. Okay. All right. So we can pick up here. Uh, setting our scene, we are in a basement. It's older. It's clearly seen somewhere. This area does not have the ghostly um, preserved look that upstairs did. This is actually still here. This is the only part of the original building after it burned down that's still intact. So this is actually the dank, dirty, kind of crappy basement. Yep, there's still something of a ghostly shine there. So you can kind of see what it once was in its heyday. The ghost of the building that was is still there. Uh, Dr. Lucian will look at you, the four of you. And he will... Hmm. I think I'm going to look at... Uh my tree friend and just say like you believe this we go through all that we get down here this guy wants to show us his hell moot we don't want to see your dick pal <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what to say i don't even know that it's... i've been sitting on that for weeks <laughs> <laughs> you've been sitting on a dick for weeks i'm glad good yeah. to see you cameron yeah. all right that didn't sit on my balls. That sucks. Unfortunately, oh, your crudity as an American is not a surprise to me. I would have expected nothing less from someone of such low breeding. Hey, I was pretty proud of that one. I'm not going to lie. I need you four to sit. And as he snaps his fingers, a ghostly force almost takes over you. I need you guys to act under pressure. Give me a roll. All right. 
That is going to be cool, correct? Yes, that's a cool rule. How well are you going to handle a ghostly force shoving your butt down into a chair? Uh, six. Is that XP? Yes, that's XP. That's an eight for me. All right, so Orpheus, completely caught off guard. Your butt falls into a chair, and you have no clue what's going on. You were looking around you for the magic wires that made that happen. Bernard, you yourself, like, it's, like, your butt goes down, but it is much less of a forceful, you're sitting down now. It is a, all right, I've decided to sit down because you asked me to, not because, yeah. like, I'm doing because I want to, not because you told me to. And Marcellus, you sit down, but with a style and grace only our thousand-year-old vampire can manage. Without you being here to roll, we'll just assume you rolled, like, a 50, because that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. That's Which just what Taylor dice. does. He, he rolls. is pretty cool. He is pretty cool. So he just pretty much sits down with style and grace. And I imagine it's like Matrix style. Like, <laughs> slows down, crosses his leg. <laughs> uh, Troy sits down and then makes some self-comment about, yeah, I got I got told to sit, and I did. I'm <laughs> never going to fucking live this down. Oh, man, yeah, this is the worst. We really needed Taylor here for that one. All right. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> um, as you were sitting there, the doctor will continue. He's actually walking around this lab region. Some of the ghostly after effect of what used to be there is there. You're seeing a lot of gurneys, beds, sheeted off areas. You're seeing old blackboards, old tack boards, notes, papers. And he almost seems like giddy with joy to explain to you what he's doing down here. It's almost like no one ever really had the opportunity to come down and see what the doctor was actually doing. Because <laughs> despite how fucking horrible it is... It's actually rather clever for what he's trying to do with what he had at the time. Welcome, gentlemen. This is my laboratory. I suppose you all might be interested in seeing what exactly it is I did down here. You see, my entire job was an attempt to create the ideal super soldier for the Nazis. This I have told you, my work was difficult at best. We did not have the certain genetic manipulations that you all have now. Unfortunately, when I had to make a test to baby, it required a living female to be his incubator. In more modern times, in the 80s, whenever I was capable of creating certain growth hormones and adjusting the ways a human body would react to different things and cause reactions in time frames that I needed to have happen, I was capable of doing that. I was given coma patients for whom I impregnated with various genetic aspects, some of which were very successful. He points to the wall. He shows you a huge diagram of just everything, like, you can see different pairs, A's and B's, A's and Z's, different pairs, and then what that offspring created, and then how we used that genetic offspring on. Now, some of those different numbers dropped off. Think of the old genetic example of the white rabbit and the brown rabbit when we were back in like middle school genetics. Yeah. Simple, basic, but this is a wall of a tree of various genetics where he hit dead ends, clearly. 
Yes, I admittedly, the people in their comas were never going to wake up. They were perfect incubators. Given the certain uses of growth hormone, I was capable of quickening the pregnancy process to roughly six months instead of nine. Unfortunately, the incubators were not capable of maintaining pregnancy for more than three times before they were worn out. Once the child was born, depending on how they appeared genetically, I was capable of making them grow up faster in order to gain, maintain a certain level of genetic material in order to continue the experiment further until I came to Helmut, what I believe to be one of the most perfect genetic specimens that I could have created given what I had to offer at the time. <laughs> I, I was holding back a laugh because that whole time, and it was an awesome monologue, but for some reason... I just wanted to do the SpongeBob like, oh brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it popped in my head, but I wanted to do this. <laughs> this guy's a dick. I think he's a bad guy. <laughs> like if you saw me cracking a smile, it's because I was just thinking about that stupid SpongeBob thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I I think Bernard will just kind of be like, I told you, man, this guy's gonna show us his dick. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't think that's where this is going. He's going to show us something that's probably not that. Uh, I mean, he's talking about all this genetic manipulation and how it's the, the greatest. I'm, I'm telling you. That's I. That's dick. That is dick like, if I've, I've ever heard dick. I've been around oh. a lot of Nazis back in the 40s, and i got to tell you, this guy's not a dick shower. This guy is a monologuer, and that's what we're going to get stuck with. All right, man. Let's, uh, you got any more monologue, or are you just going to just whip it out? It's not the first time I've seen one. Let's go. Like Sam, completely uh, can you remind me because it's been 18 weeks. Yes, is this this is not the same individual that I essentially uh, said I would assist in his release if he yes, played it ball. Is. This is Doctor okay. Lucian Fuchs. This is your friend. You. This is your friend that made the audience question <laughs> if you were a Nazi sympathizer because <laughs> you were like, no, I, he's cool. Yeah, Orpheus doesn't know about that. Anyways, he does not. Agreed. I agree. Um, you you made your your comment and like Troy's is like I'm not looking at this guy's dick. That's not gonna happen. I'm not. So, how have you seen so many dicks? Look, I ain't proud of it. I've watched a lot of porn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was expecting something more interesting. God, you're boring. <laughs> or this. Um, doctor. I do not want to see your dick if that is any truth to what my friend is saying. But I cannot idly sit by while you reveal these plans to me. Our deal is off the table. When I get up, I will grant you a death that you did not grant these... Patients, I believe you called them? I Can I try to fight against these restraints? Can I yeah. roll like a tough against this? Oh, okay. So we're thinking magical ghostly restraints. You're going to have to roll a weird against them. Uh, okay. Okay. Seven? Mixed, mixed uh, results? Yeah, mixed results. Uh, okay, so you... What would you do? Alright, let's say you can get an arm free. What are you going to do? I want to... I want to try to entangle and snare the doctor. Um... If I could get an arm free, shoot some vines out and snare him, I know I'm not going to do anything 
damaging to him, but I really don't appreciate him impregnating comatose patients with Nazi super soldiers, even though I don't know what Nazis are. Yeah, yeah, my humor, attempt at humor, may have washed over that fact a little bit. That's a little... <laughs> pretty rough. Rough stuff. This guy stinks! <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, so what I have noticed him was he no- noticeably like going against these restraints. Um, uh, Orpheus, is that something that you're you're telegraphing, or is that something you're trying to keep to yourself that you are trying to get free? I think I made that abundantly clear vocally. Like as soon as I get up, we're gonna do something about this. Um, and then I try to get up with only freeing an arm. I, I don't even think it would be a telegraph. Like, I'm telegraphing the punch. You know what I mean? All right. Um, all right. I will allow this. this. This makes sense. I want to see where this goes. All right. You are shooting vines out of the doctor. They will entangle him in a sort. They're not going to really do any damage. He is still a ghost. Um, but you do vaguely have a handle on him. What do you do next? <clears throat> Bernard. To our feet. I can no longer stand the sight of him. Okay, I will try to stand up as well. Um, he is he is concerned with being wrapped up in, in some vineage that shouldn't really hold him, but due to some of Orpheus's spiritual pl- proclivities, he is capable of, of getting some purchase here. Uh, I'm going to make you roll a weird roll to kind of get up, but I'm going to give you a plus one for it because you have some assistance here from Orpheus. Okay. So eight plus one from from the or no it was advantage right is what you said. You get plus one. Yeah. Plus one. So eight, eight plus one. All right. Um, you managed to get up. Uh, it's it's something of a struggle. Your your muscles are a little stiff, but you are capable of standing. Uh, Marcellus makes it look like an easy gesture. Dude, roll the thirty-seven. Yep. Just stands right up, not a problem. Like brushes his shoulder off, like ah, oh, there's dust down here. It's gross. Okay, do I still have my lead axe? Right, I haven't lost that. Right. I mean, I don't know if it was made of lead, but you still have or not, your axe. Not lead, um, but uh, iron. I don't know why I said lead. Oh, did you carry it in with you? I believe so. I, uh, I don't. You haven't had it up to this point, but I'm gonna give it to you. I, I had it when we fought the ghost earlier. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's been so so long, but yeah, there was a because I remember I said I was gonna hit one with my axe, and you pointed out that it I've had it and it was made of iron. All right, I'll so take it. Effective, so I've had it. Um, um, I would like to try to throw it at Fuchs. All right. I, I guess how far away am I? I guess you are close enough. It's within throwing range. Okay. You can pull this off. You can kick some ass. I mean, it's not really what it's designed for, but it's your axe. So I'm not really gonna give you a negative. Like if it was just something you grabbed off the wall and used for randos, yeah. then yeah, I'd make it a negative. But no, you can uh, just make a kick some ass roll. Okay. That is a seven plus three, and it's been so long. I don't know if we had any ongoing things. But that's a 10, so I'll say that's... Okay. 
Oh, uh, you managed to throw that axe, and it does pass through the doctor. Um, it kind of gets stuck a bit because he is wrapped in vines, and you hit Thank some you. of the vines, but you also hit yep. him. He's not particularly happy about this, and he starts to struggle against the vines. And as he is struggling, he starts to scream, Mary, I need your help, Mary! From the doorway that you came through, back into the medical not studio, theater, the medical theater that you came through, where the dolls were, where the fire was. In that doorway, standard human doorway, the top two-thirds of it are filled with what you could only describe as the lower jaw and mouth of some giant lamprey eel-esque creature. Inside that mouth are thousands of teeny tiny little two-fingered hands with claws, slowly undulating and pulling at the air around it as if it's trying to pull food in. Underneath that, in the small space of that doorway where there isn't mouth, there are maybe 10 to 15 small six-fingered hands with claws. Those hands shoot out of the darkness, and they grab a hold of Marcellus. Marcellus looks at you guys very concerned, and before he can say whatever broody, awesome thing he's going to say, he gets pulled into the darkness with Mary Shaw. From there, we can hear fighting noises. Troy, sitting in his chair, stands up to join you two in dealing with Dr. Fuchs. He takes a step forward. The doctor looks at you all and goes, Don't know what you are doing. It has been so long. My work always gets to this point and then someone decides that it is not worth following. Yeah. When you're doing fucked up shit, that tends to happen, bub. That's our job. <laughs> and I think uh, he's at a, like, at like a wrestler, like kind of point at him. I think he's enjoying the spotlight. And he's like, consider yourself circumcised. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you, you kept weird shit, dude. <laughs> weird flex, but okay. Want, wanted to bring back the dick joke. Um, so he's. An, I want to try to run up and grab that axe and hit him again. Okay. Um, I'm not. It's not difficult. You can just you run up. You grab it. He is bound. He's starting to break loose of these bonds, though. These these vines are holding him in place, but you can tell he's trying to phase through them. And he, he will eventually succeed. These bonds are only going to hold him for so long. But you can grab your axe and try to hit him again. Okay. Kick some ass. Going to kick some ass. American play eagle. <laughs> what is that? America. <laughs> Fuck yeah. No, the, uh, um, uh, it's always sunny. He's like, rock, flag, and eagle. Oh. <laughs> I started watching that from the beginning. Like, fuck, this is good. <laughs> oh, it's 8 plus 3, 11. Fuck, that's good. <laughs> uh, you need to uh, make a pick of what extra oh, yeah. you take. Um, put a uh, manipulate. I think it's manipulate him to a good situation. Do extra damage. Take less harm. He's not really going to be able to do any harm to you because of being entwined. So on a ten plus, it'll be gain advantage. Take plus one going forward, or give one uh, to another hunter. Inflict terrible harm. Uh, plus one to the harm, or suffer less harm. Minus one. Or force them where I want them. He kind of already is where I want them. Where I want him. Um, and I feel like I'm the weakest one here, so I'm not going to give plus one to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think I'll just do the, I'll inflict terrible harm. I'll do the plus one. Okay. Uh, as you hit him with his axe, and like it, it's a solid like thunk. 
and it, it goes into the chest region of where this ghost would be, there is the, the energy dispersal. There is ectoplasm beginning to leak from the wound. He is rather terrified because up to this point, nothing has interacted with him in yeah. this way. Um, it's because of how the science works with the various the machine that is keeping them here and recreating the place he hasn't really had anybody push back at all the way you guys have uh he's he's starting to get spooked but he does manage to flicker a bit rob i need you to roll weird to see if you can hold him in place uh you probably don't need a d20 that's a d6 it's actually, I rolled a 17. It's actually, two, it's actually two D6s, and if you roll a 17 <laughs> yeah. on that, you're cheating. You're getting yeah. Taylor numbers now. <laughs> that's going to that's gonna be an 8 uh, with two D6. What'd you get? I win. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? I won. Um, you're, as you are holding on to him, he begins to flicker out, and you tighten. And those thorns and your vines almost enlarge to grip more he manages to escape however you have done damage to him that will come in later okay okay so uh that went well you guys uh definitely for being a new team are doing really good yeah i'm, I'm impressed <laughs> i've been around a while i've seen things this could have gone a lot worse uh, I mean, we could have seen the guy's dick. So I mean, yeah, hey, I mean that was a real possibility. I know you guys felt like it was, it's, you know, it's still on the table. Let's not. <laughs> so um, we probably ought to find that guy from Tarp, and um, or like the machine, we, and shut that off. Yeah, we think Marcellus is good. I tell you, he's a few. He's like a thousand years old, and I've known the guy for a long time, and um. <clears throat> I'm gonna assume he's. A, I mean, I guess. I do not know Marcellus. All right, fine. But I suspect he can take care of his own. I'll go help. We Mar have much bigger things. I'll go help Marcellus. You guys figure out where the machine is and the tarp scientist. I'll go help him deal with the thing. Troy resolved to having to go fight some giant, horrible-looking monster. <laughs> turns around, walks to the door takes a moment, breathes, kicks the door open, and charges in. He has left the scene. You two are now left alone. This is an area with some information. Some investigation could be done. You can also continue on. There is a door on the other side of the room. It's not a huge room, but it's a decent-sized room. I mean, it was an area that had patients yeah. who were kept for long periods of time. I think I'll, I'll look at him and just be like, look, I'm, I'm glad he went. I'm not going to lie. I've seen a lot of shit. That thing creeped me out. <laughs> and he's, I don't know, he's just like, uh, I don't know. You said there's a door? There is a door on the far end, yes. Uh, I think I just kind of gestured to the door, like, shall we? As long as this doctor dies before the day is over, onward. Now you're speaking my fucking language. Now we're going to head that way. As you guys continue forward, you will eventually get to that door. And when you open it on the other side, there's actually a stairwell going down. This is the sub basement. This is roughly ah, where fuck. the more <laughs> stairs. The boiler room is <laughs> more steps. <Ugh. laughs> As you go down, this is a boiler room. 
Uh, you're, there's really no surprises here. Uh, but in the center of this boiler room, in a very makeshift, we'll say, test tube of sorts, cryo tube, that's way, way more generous than what it actually is. There is a humanoid figure inside of a very green and murky fluid. This does not look like it's been going well. Okay. I think I look at him and I'm like, look, I know you don't know what movies are, but I've seen enough of them to know that's not good. <laughs> Whatever that is, don't fuck with it. <clears throat> Bernard, you will have to explain a movie to me later. But I will assume not to fuck with him means the same across the millennia. The century. <laughs> yeah, I'd assume it does. And yeah, man, I got a whole collection. I'll show you. It's, it's pretty cool. We can, all right, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so that's... I question your collection. <laughs> Just rob the camera and I question your movie collection. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the, if there's a... Uh, that, that's in the center of the room. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, all right. So I, I think uh, I'm forgetting the moves. It's been so damn long, and I played D and D last. Because um, <laughs> um, when we played our D and D campaign, I kept going like, "I want to investigate a mystery." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's not. What Roll it is. investigate, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, I, I do think. I think right now this would fit. Like, I'd like to read a bad situation, just kind of look around and see if there's any, okay, anything kind of lurking that I'm not seeing right okay. now. Give me a roll. That's a seven, and that would be sharp. So plus zero. You're not picking up on anything like super big here. You can tell that there is a door underneath the stairwell leading down that you came from appears to be blocked off otherwise it's just a fairly large very old-fashioned boiler room things aren't in great shape down here even the tank doesn't look like it's in great shape okay daylight yard <sighs> sorry i'm not sleeping much these days um <laughs> <laughs> kids will do that too. you have a new kid yeah um so I think what I, having done that, I think I'll probably don't need to signal to him, you know, but I'll just kind of like give him a nod and I'm going to start kind of both hands on my axe, kind of walking around this room and kind of looking to see, I don't know if I need to roll investigate a mystery. If that yeah, would be, if okay. you're looking for a specific okay. something, yeah, give me an investigate a mystery. <laughs> I want to investigate a mystery. Do I need a roll to investigate a mystery? Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love you, Cam. I love you, too. <laughs> uh, and the investigative mystery was... Depends sharp on. also. That's sharp. Um, so, seven. All right, you could ask me one question. Okay. Should have been more prepared for that, huh? <laughs> well, when you said I want to investigate, I kind of thought you had something in mind. <laughs> um... So, in, in my head, so we see this big green thing. Mm -hmm. um, but what I'm looking for is whatever this machine is that's powering all the ghosts and everything. Mm -hmm. So, in Bernard's, not dumb, but 
simple brain with this, like, can I tell if this is connected to what's going on or is if this, is this a different thing? Hmm. By looking at this device and seeing what it is, you can tell it probably hasn't had power to it in a really long time. This is not what you're looking for as far as okay. what's causing the ghosts to be here. This is an old broken down machine with a weird pickle in, inside that's that probably used to be a person at some point. Okay. All right. That's what I figured, but I don't know. Okay. It only got one question, and I guess I kind of wasted it, but I kind of felt like I wanted to get a better read on exactly what that was. I mean, there's another player he could roll to investigate a mystery. That's too. fair, too. I don't, I don't know what's up. <laughs> I guess I will follow suit. Oh, such kind. <laughs> I would let him be like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to be doing that at all. I'm going to actually roll to kick some ass. I'm going to I'm gonna fight that thing. I'm going to open that tank. <laughs> Is that Pickle Rick in there? I want to drink it like a big can of Surge. And just <laughs> That's going to be XP. I just, I don't even care what the plus or minus is. That's XP. Oh, what'd you get? Come on. Uh... Four? Okay, nope, that's XP. Uh, Orpheus, just, just, you're completely taken aback by the fact that this is a boiler room. You have never seen anything like this. This is shit from, what, 50, 60 years after your time? I mean, this is the stuff that they were just starting to think of when you were alive. This, This is a room of old, rusted wonder to you. Covered in asbestos, which you don't know what that is. <laughs> Bernard, which is this wonderful mecca of beauty. Is this is this how this whole thing runs? Look, I'm not going to call you stupid. Because <laughs> you're not stupid. You just don't know stuff. But I will call you stupid because the word is ignorant. (laughs) (laughs) Just, this is a bunch of old rusty junk. And that's a big booger. And it's not what we're looking for. (laughs) So... <laughs> I, I just like Sam back there giggling. <laughs> that was good. No, that was pretty solid. That's, that's a booger. <laughs> so if you don't mind, walk around the other side of this thing and look for a door or maybe a big button that says, uh, "Don't push this; it shuts off the machine." That that'd be great if you could find that button. <laughs> Please tell me you have a self-destruct button built into this mission, <laughs> Sam. There is not. <laughs> like, no player's ever actually asked that. Yeah, it's right no, there. No one's ever been like, oh, where's the fix the problem button? <laughs> um, from the door uh, underneath. We are not the... sponsored by Staples, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> from the uh, doorway underneath the stairs, you guys hear a pounding and a familiar voice yell out. Is that you guys? Are you guys there? Is there someone out there? Can someone get me out of here, please? Well, there's our man. Yeah, we're just in here looking at the big booger. We'll be in there in a second. <laughs> so we're going to head that way. <laughs> All right, uh, you get to the door. It's fairly easily unblocked. You guys aren't going to have to roll anything for it. Okay. You, you open the door, and inside there is a middle-aged man with glasses and a tie, uh, probably 
would be at home in a trench coat, but at the moment he is wearing one of those big puffy science jackets where it's like everybody from TARP showed up wearing the same coat and he's just the only person left alive to still be wearing it. He looks at you guys. It's a mix of relief and annoyance because he knows what anarium is. He knows why you're here. But by God, you just saved him, so he's pretty chill about it at the moment. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Told you we'd get down here. Hi, my name's Ted. Uh, it's, it's really nice to meet you guys. Um, I really appreciate you guys getting me out of there. I was running out of Clark Bars to eat. Don't, don't cry or nothing. Let's, uh, let's get out of here. Uh, Stan. Why, wait, why, why would you assume I'm going to cry? I don't know, man. I don't deal with feelings well, and I'm just, I don't know. I, I mean, I appreciate you rescuing me, but tears weren't my first. What the fuck is that? Oh, this, this is a, a treat, man. <laughs> I don't know. An int? Um, <laughs> Show on me. Call me. <laughs> Je m'appelle Orpheus. Ça va? Oh, yeah, he's French. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> My name's Ted. I, I'm one of the lead scientists on this project. We need to find the machine and shut it off. It's been turned way up too high for way too long. These ghosts have way more power than they should. Okay. Uh, Ted, you can tell me where this machine is? The last time I saw it, it was on the first floor. It was behind the check-in desk. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> you guys never investigated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess stay between me and the the tree man here, and we're gonna head back up. Anything else down here you could think of that maybe needs to be destroyed, punched, or kicked, or axed? I mean, it's it's just an old basement, guys. It, there's there's not a lot here. I just I kind of want to go home. All right, he kind of shoulders his axe. He's like, I'm trying to work through my anger management issues, but uh, let's get out of here. As you Ted, guys... before we get out of here, is there anything else down here that is worth a look? You mean other than the genetically modified human being and the weird murky tank? Oh, that big loogie in there? Should we, <laughs> like, set it on fire or something? Uh, I didn't bring my matches. Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to try to mess with it, you can. We probably shouldn't just leave it here. I don't know what happens next. Okay. Well, I guess let's go look at the buttons. Let's see if there's a big button that says shut off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I walk over to it, and I guess, again, can I investigate a mystery again inside this same room? Yeah, you can go ahead, because this time it's specifically Oh, well, yeah, I specifically want to look around, yeah. No. Okay. Uh, there are a few different levers and buttons. This is not a, a modernized piece of equipment. I mean, this is this was made back in the 80s. There's a few big switches, a few buttons, and a few more, more of a, a few levers about um, what would be your, your one question is, can you shut it off? You've got a really good feeling about one button and one lever. You just don't know which one's which. You should probably roll to trust your gut to figure out which one's going to turn this off. Okay. And that, was that like a, that was a move, wasn't it? That is what you get instead of magic. Oh, yeah. Trust my gut. Um, so how? 
Oh, I gotta get back into this. Oh, it's in there. Maybe that's why he never wrote weird down. Because he has trust your gut. He took that last time. He used it. Yeah, you're right. Do you know where it's at in here? Toward the front. <laughs> I'm going to trust my gut when I consult my instincts about what to do next. Roll plus weird. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I mean, I'm happy about it. <laughs> on a 10 or more, the keeper will tell you where I should go. Wherever it is, it will be important. You get plus one on going in this place or to that place. So this is not a place. This is more of doing a thing. So it still applies? Yes. Okay. On a seven to nine, it will tell you a general direction to go. And on a miss, uh, it'll lead me into danger. So I think we can kind of guess what that means. What? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. It's not like I thought about this. All right. Let's there go are for two it. guys in the room. One always tells the truth, the other lies. What's your question? <laughs> I'm going to trust my gut. We got a nine. All right, um, you get a real good feeling that if you press the button instead of pull the lever, whatever's maintaining this thing is probably going to shut off. Can I just have a moment here? Bernard. This button, it does not say do not press, but it says press me not. Is this still the same? I don't know. We'll find out. Get a Kleenex out if you got them. And he's going to push the button. <laughs> uh, you press the button, and the fluid inside the tank begins to drain. Okay. The humanoid swampy figure inside the tank that's that's been sitting in there for a very long time and started to degenerate uh, slowly sinks to the bottom of the tube as everything filters out the bottom. What you see inside is... Despite it being an oxymoron, a really gooey mummy-looking creature doesn't really have eyes anymore, doesn't really have a mouth, more of gapy orifices. You can see where once it had a physique that is now jelly-covered jerky. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) I think I just look at them like, huh, well, job's done. Let's go upstairs. (laughs) <laughs> all right, you guys can around and go upstairs. It's not a problem. I think so. He just starts heading upstairs and says, All right, see you later, your weird fucking fruit roll up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, no, okay. Uh, you guys leave this body in its empty tank as you turn around to go back into the main uh, area, the laboratory area. And as you start to get close to the door where your friends went through, um, there is an odd smell. It's not sulfur. It's it's the smell that you may recognize as uh, ectoplasm. Something is something is going to happen. You know this only because it it's a strong scent throughout the room that was not there when you were here before. Doctor Lucian Fuchs appears in front of you. He's using a lot of energy to do this. He is damaged. You can see him holding his chest where he was hit by your axe, and there is ectoplasm oozing from around it. You do not understand what you have done. This was my life's work. I just wanted someone to recognize it, to see it, to appreciate it. I think I'm going to, like, blow a big snot rocket and be like, look, man, I just accomplished your whole life's work in, like, three seconds. 
it wasn't that impressive, if we're really being that honest. It was all just a big booger. I've lost all of the people who made their sacrifices for that. And the best you can do is mock me. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I felt pretty good about it, honestly. Oh, Doctor, your life is devoid of meaning. But I mean to show you what life after this can be. I want to make an attack roll. Okay. Uh, uh, roll I guess nice. not an attack roll. Yeah, thank you. I'm okay with that. Nope. Uh, tough. Let's go. I definitely want to, if this goes well, I'm going to guess a 10 does fairly well. Yes, generally. As the rules of the game are written. <laughs> I just want to uh, essentially run with a head of steam, turn my hand into that wooden, viney club, and just fucking clock him as hard as I can. Just, I'm a little turned on. Whatever you'll let me do, like I want to fold him <laughs> like a towel. All right, uh, what what's what's the extra effect you would like to do? You roll the ten, so you get the the plus ten, kick some ass oh. extra effect. <clears throat> I've not done that yet. Um, a there little... was poison ivy on it. <laughs> it gets real <laughs> itchy. <laughs> That is I let the... Bernard spit on it to inflict poison damage, yeah. With the um, uh, extra damage, put them where you want them, take less harm. Um, I, extra and, damage. I just... I want to clock him as hard as I am physically capable with thorny vines and the, like... Right in the the corner of the jaw. I don't. I can't see you. I assume you can see me, but like yes. right on the button, right? Just right cross Pow, to right the fucking the kisser. yeah. Pow, right the kisser. <laughs> Everything I've got. Okay. Um, how much damage are you doing? Uh, I don't know why you guys always look at me like I have your character sheets in no, front of me. I, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at my my sheet, which I don't have because for whatever reason I have my onboarding so, PowerPoint pulled up, but not Orpheus's wasn't character sheet. I just made a note that Rob's a bum. Oh, in my book, and there it was. That's why I didn't. It's on this other side. I figured it out. It was plus zero. Okay, good, <laughs> good. I know we had it somewhere. Now you have a new character sheet. You can fill that all Yes, up. yes. It'll be good. It'll help keep track of what you need to know. No, we don't just wing it, guys. <laughs> We're professionals. <laughs> you really want to be upset, Rob? I need you to know that you haven't had sound for the past 30 seconds, despite your mouth moving. Yeah, I can't, I can't hear a word you're saying. Nothing. Oh, he unplugged. He unplugged the dongle for his headphones from his computer. It's, he's yep he's beautiful but he's not bright all right so what do you do oh it's a good beard the gray in it looks nice mm -hmm. <laughs> what i'm not even meaning to be mean can you hear me yes yes mm -hmm. we can ah uh. Oh, it's like it's perfectly aligned. It's symmetrical. I'm not. It's right down the middle of my chin. Yeah, and then the the gray comes in here. You're you know like what? I'll take gray villain. over bald. 
I'll take gray over bald all fucking day. <laughs> I'm getting there. To any of my 32-year-old listeners and you're bald, I still love you. You're still sexy. <laughs> Uh, I'm just hoping you cut this out while I'm trying to pull I'm gonna my say, character can you, up. Can you just tell me how much damage you did so I can move three on? Three plus. Three plus. Three plus what? Uh, what whatever you're going to give me for rolling a ten. Uh, so it's four. You did four damage. There we go. All right. So you hit the doctor for four damage. Okay. All right. So the doctor takes this hit to the face. It doesn't do quite as much as you want. It's almost like a weird sliding effect. Because your fist, though magical in of itself, is still mostly made out of wood vines. So you're going to get that clack in. And it's going to hit. I mean, you've got you've got some oomph behind it. But he is going to teleport next to you, and he's going to punch you in the side. I don't think two damage is going to do much to you. Um, ask me, or tell me, is my mask going to negate that in one point? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah. Uh, one point of damage is not going to do a whole lot. I guess I haven't... I don't have the ability to enact uh, Heart of Stone right now, do I? Uh, what is it? When you are in contact with the ground, the earth will protect you. Take plus one armor with a max of two. I'm going to say no. You're in a cement basement. Okay, so ground being like natural ground. Yeah, uh, we're gonna go how natural we're gonna interpret ground. that. Yeah, that makes okay. more sense. It makes sense character wise. I mean, if you set up a trap or you put some forethought into hunting something, you can make sure that you can have your feet in the grass or in the water or, or somewhere outside. In this, I'm scenario, gonna start carrying a potted plant with me at all times. <laughs> I'm gonna turn into like Jack Sparrow, just carrying around yeah. a jar of dirt and being like, "Do what I want." <laughs> all right. Um. What do you want to do, Bernard? Um, so I see that happen, um, and I still like we collected ourselves and we walked into this room. So I'm guessing I have my shotgun too. Yes. Um, and let me check. Um, yeah, I should still have two of the rock salt rounds. Yes. Um, based on your count, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to. Roll to kick some ass and fire one of these rounds at him. How do you have the amount of rock salt shotgun shells written down, but not your weird <laughs> monster? <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. Okay, yeah. I, I think it's probably because it's one of those things. Like I thought I'd remember it, and That's then fair. I just didn't. Uh, no, give me a roll. Give roll, yeah. roll to kick some ass, and whatever damage you get, you get an extra plus one depending. Uh, nine. Uh, plus twelve. Yeah, so twelve. Um. Uh. Okay. What would you like to do? Um, Which one of the extra additives for rolling that well do you want to do? Since I had two, could could I make it so that like I'm walking towards him, and I want to fire both, like fire, cock it, fire the other one as I'm getting closer to him. How much damage does the shotgun do? It is the rock salt adds plus one if memory serves. Yeah, three harm, close, messy. Um, so four. Yeah. So. so you're at four. We could say that. Paint me a picture, Bernard. What happens? Tell me. I think I tell him. Uh, for, I think I'd like to monologue a little bit first, not too much, just a short one. You just, do. Just say like, you know, as you do. Uh, like probably like one of those situations where he hit. He probably feels pretty good about hitting the tree man, and I, I kind of want to like walking towards him with the gun up, like you know, 
You thought about a lot, I'll give you that. You, you smart guys and your brains and your big plans. But you didn't think about D's. <laughs> D's what, Bernard? <laughs> D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to start over the fire. I'm talking again. Fire again. Um, and I'm aiming for his uh, head, neck area. I know like this is messy, so it's like... Uh, so I'm just trying to blow off you the important well stuff. You that you're, you're going to get close enough that you're only going to hit him. You're not going to hit Orpheus who's yeah. standing next to I you. I figured there might have been a shot of that happening, but I didn't think yep. it would do a lot of damage not, to him. No, not on a, not on a roll deck. Even, like, same as, like, earlier. I hit his vines. Like, I figured he, you know. No, it's not anything that's going to harm him. I regenerate new vines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you do manage to hit him, and those shotgun blasts do enough damage that he dissipates again. Ted from Tarp's pretty terrified. He's he's standing in a corner. This is like this is one of the guys who's been standing outside that door and taunting him for some time. Um for being there. Uh but if you guys want to continue forward, you can. But you I think I'll kinda of look at him like, what do you think of my catchphrases? I try to think of them, workshop them, you know, throw them out there from time to time. I think they're pretty good. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> Alright, well, all right. I'll save you again. Um, <laughs> Weird flux. <laughs> All right, I go this way, I guess. Uh, there's another monster in this room. It's even more fucked up, so it might be dead. It might not be. We'll find out when we get in there. As you enter the room, uh, there's nothing in here. This room is empty, but all three of the people that were in here are gone. Where they are at exactly, not entirely positive. There are various claw marks and piles of goo and piles of blood one that kind of looks like might be a pile of entrails but this room is empty they are no longer fighting here all right well let me rephrase there was a monster in here um technically there were three there were three um upstairs let's go hope you guys got your fitbits on today as you uh, as you go up the steps, as you will recall, Marcellus wasn't one of the three monsters in there, was he? Yes. It was. <laughs> Technically, they were all monsters. Technically, they're monsters. Yeah. As you guys go upstairs, uh, you will start seeing some of the ghosts again that were around before. Um, they are aren't particularly violent against you. Like, it's not that they have the memory of a cat and they don't remember it. It's you went downstairs and you took a shot at the boss. And a lot of them aren't here because they want to be. They're here because of what Dr. Fuchs did to them. Yeah. So they're not exactly inclined to slow you down or punish you for any reason. They're kind of... I don't want to envision... I just want to envision that there's one that's like in the background like walking away. Like he's, he got the pudding. Like, yeah. He, he was, was right. He was, was right. right. The pudding was good. <laughs> he was right. The pudding was awesome. Um, looks almost of admiration. You guys appear to be putting an end to what's happening here, and they will not stand in your way up to this point. Um, what would you? I assume you would continue forward to yep. underneath the desk. Yeah. If Ted was if Ted was confident. That's where it is. Um, that's where we're gonna head. Okay. Um, you guys would get to that that front desk region, and you would see the machine. This is. This is military-grade, heavy-duty, new-era technology. Like, two briefcases with technology inside of them connected with a weird little thing next to it that sparks every once in a while. Um, 
Ted instantly sits down with it and starts to look at it. And he's like, this, this was never meant to be turned up this high for this long. This is insanely dangerous. Can we just, like, shut it off? Or can I... Oh, man, I'd love to hit it with this. Can I, I hit it with my axe? It's it's a gradual process, but technically, yes, it can be turned off. All right, well, uh, I, I'd rescue you again. I'd take it back. Do you, do you know how to shut this off? Can you do it? Yes, I know how to do it. I'm the one that helped design it. I think I can turn off my own machine. Well, then would you mind? Because I would like to get the fuck out of Casper's creepy house. Ted, Ted. sits down. Yes. Ted, I need to know now if you are working with the doctor or if the doctor has turned on you. Why did you help design this machine? We designed this machine in an attempt to have discussions with ghosts. The doctor had some experience with something from uh, <clears throat> his time with the Third Reich that we were curious about, but was one of the only people whose names that was an Operation Paperclip that we thought that we could communicate with to get more information on. And can I shut my machine off now? What information were you trying to obtain, Ted? I need you and to roll to manipulate somebody. That's XP. Doesn't Jesus matter what I add. God. Three plus. Not going to add enough. Um, he is not listening to you anymore. He is in the zone with computer. If you'd like to continue to talk to him, you can. If that's what's happened, then I would like to butt in. And Sam, I, I need to ask you this because I got experience left over from the last game. I would be at enough for a level up. Um, I assume we're not leveling up because of that pause that we took mid-session. But with what I carried over into the last session, it would be enough to level up. So I'm at this weird spot. Like, Take it and we'll use the new thing. Okay, Whatever so you I take would... today. I mean, you've you've had some pretty horrible rolls today, and you you've earned a level up with the experience from dealing with what you're doing. Yeah. Though technically, those points, the next story in which you got the level up with what you had here, if everyone at home is following along, like you should be leveling up. It's not fair to take that from you, just because okay. we we had a a day to record something and a level up. Yeah, I should have asked you that last time, and I apologize. Um, So we'll just give it to me and start fresh from here then? Is that the fairest way to do it? Yes. Rather, okay. I am, for those who didn't listen to the last episode, I will go ahead and take the site. You can see the invisible, especially spirits and magical influences. You may communicate and maybe even make deals with these spirits. They give you more opportunities to spot clues when you investigate a mystery. Okay, but um, as I said, if he's if he's just tuned him out, yeah, um, I'll, I'll roll first to see what actually happens by having in mind what I want to do. So I would like to roll to intimidate someone as well. All right, for plus, would it be tough or is it anything? That would be to manipulate somebody. That's your charm. Charm. Oh, minus two. So that's a two. <laughs> Ted from Tarp does not give a shit about what's about to come out of your mouth, but you still have to say it. Oh yeah, because well, my plan was to be much more forceful than that, but I think I'll just kind of poke him with like the butt of the axe, like, hey, he was talking to you. That 
seems he, pretty charming. He turns <laughs> like he turns. It seems like a two charm. Like, yeah. His fingers never stop clicking keys as his head just turns to look at you wide eyed, and he's just like, "Do you want me to turn this off, or do you want me to be polite to you and your weird tree person?" I'm gonna hit this guy when he's done with that. I hope, I hope he knows that. I hope he's listening. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's going to shut that thing off Whether I tell him to or not And I I want him to hear me telling you I'm going to hit him when he's done <laughs> do, do, do you think you're the first redneck With a weird tree to threaten me? I mean yeah probably It seems like a pretty <laughs> Even Orpheus is going to go What? <laughs> he continues to do his work but the ghosts around you are starting to take interest. They are starting to walk up. Some of them look really sad. Like, they understand the concept that they kind of got to live again for a few weeks. And now that's all going to go away. Hey, everybody. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Just a couple electricians. We had a couple lights kind of flashing, flickering. We're going to make sure those, uh, those stop. You guys go about your business. Uh, nothing to see here. I assure all of you, your rest will be peaceful. No harm will come of you. I am sorry that you had to return like this. May you find all that you desire in the next. From inside the crowd, a voice rings out. Do not let the scientist forgo why he is here. I think that is pertinent information. You may be shutting us down after weeks, weakening those of us who were strongest from this machine so that we will disappear with the rest. But your scientist friend is looking for something much more dangerous than my genetic mishaps. <clears throat> Do not think you have one, for there is more evil out there then you can know. Perhaps you are right, Doctor. But right now you are my biggest problem. This peaceful passage into the next does not extend into you. But I will show you what extends to you. I want to attack him again with my vines. I thought you were going to flip him off. Boop! Extend this little finger. This little twig just pops out and it grows. <laughs> Alright, give me your attack roll. Ooh, nine plus kick some ass is going to be tough. Ten. So we know what you're good at. You're solid. <laughs> That's not where I'm getting XP. <laughs> what are you going to do extra? You roll the 10 plus. Um, can, can, can you would you... I said I want to extend this to him. I want to extend those vines. I want to ensnare him again. I just... I want to maybe uppercut and ensnare his fucking face. His neck. I want to grip his neck with my vines. I thought you were just going to go like MCU on us, like the Hulk. What was it? Whoopsie! When he, he grabbed that one thing and was like... <laughs> Loki. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. So, all right. We can paint this picture. You walk forward into this 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 grouping of ghosts. After this doctor has made some sort of ominous threat about information that you know very little about, as you you take your swing, the vines grip and grab, and they they actually do manage to wrap around this this ghostly figure's neck. I mean, you are right next to the machine, and it is starting 
two power down, which means some of the area around you is, is starting to get a little a little bit more flickery. Things are starting to dim. Some of the light that existed is starting to go away. Some of the patients are starting to wander off and not be there anymore. But you have this doctor by the throat. Vines wrapped around him. You're plus ten. I am giving you. You have him where you want him. With this machine powering down, would you like to attempt to make a weird roll to banish him? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um... Seven. I gotta find some cool music for this. Sorry. (laughs) He looks up at you. And he... He isn't panicking. It's almost like he's happy to be going. Yeah, acceptance, like... This is not the... F you, I've won, you're done moment that you might like. He is glad to be gone. His work failed. It was a tank in the basement with a booger in it. Uh, He never got what he wanted. He was kind of a monster his entire life, and he was a failure. And the only reason that Tarp was here was to get information about something that had nothing to do with his life work. It wasn't about him. And you are releasing him back into whatever ether hellhole bullshit he is going to go to. He is accepting this death, which is what I'm giving you at a seven. He's not fighting it. He's not crying. He's not mad. He's not sad. Your negative is he is perfectly okay with what you're doing. Yeah. And that makes sense, too. Yeah. Um, It does. Because I think he was even like he, he earlier was disappointed when he found out, you know, like, oh, you guys aren't here for my work. You're another person that's not doesn't care what I'm doing. Like. So, yeah, I think that makes sense. It's like, fuck it, I failed. Kill me. (laughs) I'm done. Uh, Even though my attitude's turned towards the doctor, I want to take a moment to reflect on what he said. Um, Ted. Maybe as this doctor's dissipating, would you allow me to reach my vines out towards Ted with my other hand? What's your intention? To no harm, but to just really um, subdue him. Just hold him up from even turning the machine off. I I will say I do trust the doc and him saying that Ted has ulterior motives. My plan when when you had kind of wrapped up him was to point out that like I wanted to have been also distrustful of Ted standing over him like I had not taken my eyes off of that and was I would roll for it if I had to. I would not like to it's be okay. distracted. Like I want I was watching him and when this is done he's not going to like you're good. Some oh. fucking 50s villain, like, ha like, flying with a helicopter. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. go, <laughs> 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 bomb! Um, vanish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you, we can either go that route, and I can kind of edit this, or edit out what I'm saying now, or, or like I said, I, 
my plan all along was to to not let that dude out of the way if he wanted to just focus on fuse. even if he completed it he's not running away from Bernard yeah okay yeah. um all right so you are you <clears throat> you are you were standing guard okay so we will go to your moment uh, everything's starting to go away things are turning into a mist uh, the building itself is almost as if it things are getting really really foggy and dissipating the ectoplasm smell is getting strong again the energy that this place had built up um some of the ghosts are starting to dissipate the doctor is dissipating because he's being damaged these ghosts had time to store energy like a battery so they'll probably wander around the grounds for the next few months maybe get caution taped off but for now Everything's starting to dissipate and and fade away. Um, really, what all is left is the large concrete main floor that was once the building of Pinebrook Asylum. Just that ground floor. The building has disappeared. Unfortunately, when this building disappears, you see your two friends on the third floor of the West Wing drop to the ground <laughs> because that is where their hey. fight led them i love that it's like just ah! oh shit <laughs> uh, what the absolute fuck a simple you're welcome or thank you now you'd say you think thank you yeah a simple thank you would suffice thank you very much I guess a dog does not always land on his feet. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Have you been studying too? Think that's that's a good one. Um, and a quick. Uh, so you this guys is... are stupid, and I hate you both. <laughs> I'm going back to my helicopter. I I want to try to grab him by like his the back of his jacket. Okay. And, Troy. Uh, Ted. No, Ted. Ted. Sorry. Like that's uh, I can. Is it, would it be roll to kick some ass? Uh, for now, you're not doing anything okay. that would really require a roll. Generally, okay. rolls are always like the big things that can go right. wrong. Nah, I f- completely have confidence in your ability to grab this. That's kind of what yeah. I thought too. Like he'd been down there, like anyways. Not you know. He hasn't eaten a ton. He had a poop corner. I mean, he's not in great shape. Yeah, he's so not. There's not a lot of fight here. I just kind of I want to grab him by the back of his shirt and tell him like you're not going anywhere, buddy. And I want to make sure to. I kind of want to gesture to. Um, my friend here and be like, why don't you take that off his hands? If, I imagine if, was he trying to take these suitcases or whatever it was, or is it too big to take? Oh, this is this is legit. Like two like the metal briefcases. Like he could have closed them up and carried them off. He wasn't in any particular hurry. Okay. Like he's not trying to escape. He's just happy he got everything shut off. Okay. Um. Uh, then. Obviously, I'm not trying to stop him from having the suitcase. I think I was kind of like, okay, we're going to go talk to my friends before you go anywhere. And so I want to go rendezvous with uh, Troy and uh, Marcellus. Okay. Um, they have started to walk out toward the lake. The helicopter overhead has managed to turn around and is starting to lower itself in that region so you guys can climb aboard. Uh, Troy... Is having a conversation with Marcellus. They laugh a little bit and then they turn around. These two are covered in ectoplasm. Their whole, their clothing has holes in it. It's it's like they just climbed out of a vat of KY jelly. Mm. Like it's not it's not positive. They reek of death and ectoplasm. 
Marcellus is very upset. He is, he is, I presume Taylor would not disagree with my, he prefers things to be clean and in order. And he is a gunky, nasty jelly mess at the moment. He is not pleased. He's friend, happy that he and his friend survived, but is, is not in a great mood. Very broody, very scowly. So as Troy turns to respond to you, Marcellus decides, I'm going to go stand over in my corner and chill okay. out. I don't want to rip your head off because, <laughs> well, you're human and I'm kind of hungry, so F your couch. Yeah, I think he's kind of walk up like, oh, you boys had fun. Hope you wore protection. Uh, quick thing, uh, this guy here, um, he may have had more to do with it than we originally thought. Um, and there's... Some big old briefcases in there that uh, kind of jump-started that whole uh, funky haunted house in there. And uh, I gotta tell you, my, my arthritis is just really killing me today. So one of you immortal fellas, if you could go grab those suitcases, that'd be that'd be great. You may be the worst. Just so you know. <laughs> Troy walks over to the where the machines are, and he looks down at the guy on the ground. Well, he looks at Ted. I guess he's not on the ground. Did you? How would you guys have him? Are is he standing? Is this casual? Said, I've got him like. He, I have him by the back, like the oh, neck so of you his. You are literally like dragging. I am, am escort, not necessarily dragging, but like, but I'm walking with him, like, but it, he's in front of me, and I've got him by the shirt. Like, you are not going anywhere. Have you, uh, have you read him his rights? Is he under arrest? No, and I don't think I give a fuck about it either. Like, I think, I think Bernard's like we're. We don't know what exactly is going on with this dude yet, but he needs to talk to somebody. And I think that's my, that's why I'm, I want to bring him to the people who do more of that shit. That's not my job. I kill stuff. <laughs> Ted, you Ted, got a name? But, oh, what's up? Sorry, go ahead. Ted, you are not under arrest yet. So much as you are being held for. Uh, Bernard, remind me 48 hours, can we hold them? Ted, I don't know. No one knows he's here. We can hold them as long as we want. That's not how we do things. Ted, you got a last name? Uh, Turner. Ted Turner, by the power of a Nerim, you're bound by law. You have the right to an eternity. If you don't have one, we'll get you one. I mean, you don't have to say all that crap, but you, you get it, right? Yeah, I, th I think so. Good, good, good. Hey, you got any more of them Clark bars? <laughs> <laughs> no. You're asking a POW for food. Love it. <laughs> Damn. All right. And then Ted, what exactly was your plan here? I mean, in the end, what? Why? Why? Why ruin my night with ghosts and goo? We um, we wanted to have a conversation with Doctor Lucian Fuchs. He was one of the few Nazi doctors that America took and during Project Paperclip that had access to a supposed viral agent that existed in the 1940s used in genetic manipulation. Supposedly he had some run-in and understanding with it. Ted, that's a bogus story made up by the Nazis. I, I worked with the OSS, and every time I went to a base that supposedly had their secret miracle bug that was going to kill everybody or do some weird genetic bullshit, all I ever found were dead bodies. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's because those were failures, uh, that the genetic manipulation causes an extreme flu and fever as your entire body's genetic makeup is broken down and fixed. It's, it's, a, it's a really old bug, and, um... 
it, it works on parts of your junk DNA. And it. do you understand how virology works or are you just a trigger puller? I just feel like Bernard would be like, it works on your junk. That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, it works on your junk. I'm glad we fucking stopped this whole thing. I need mine. I'm not a trigger puller, Ted. I'm a hunter. Yes, I understand how virology works. And what you just said, it's vaguely terrifying. Why does TARP want it? What do you think? Weapon applications. Genetically changing things. We could undo cancer. Or we could make the next superhuman, super soldier, one man against the whole entire army. That's why we want it. You know, Duh. I punched a Nazi earlier for that same shit. Yeah, but it's 2022. And I'm not some bumfuck Nazi running a sanatorium. And after that, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to plead the fifth. I want my lawyer. Can we get, can we get home first? Can I can I shower first? Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Ted. Gonna shower first. Troy walks away. Okay. Then I think I'm gonna the the helicopter is It is landing. We okay. you've got the ground is I mean it is we are climbing aboard. Our little friend Cody in the front seat is looking out. He does indeed have a few blocks on the different pedals so that he can reach them. <laughs> he is much shorter. I think um, as as much as he's he's shown you know a nonchalance for the rules, I think he will refrain from hitting him as much as he wants to. I think he's just gonna kind of ball a fist up and he's like. All right, let's get out of here and kind of forcefully get him to go. But again, you know, yeah, you know, enough to let him know that he doesn't like him, but <laughs> uh, not really enough to maybe get him in trouble. Fair. I mean, you can be, be rough with a no. suspect without doing something horrible and unspeakable. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Gonna get him going. Um, and yeah, we're, we are in the helicopter. You guys have reached the end of my story, you guys are going home. Um, this is kind of the end decompression of, of our last story. Uh, if there's anything you guys would like to do with any of the characters, eventually uh, on this evening, most likely Troy and Marcellus will have a, a conversation that needs to happen when we get Taylor back, which is yeah. just a matter of time. Good health, good buddy. Uh, is there anything you two would like to do in this moment? Um, no, I, I think... Uh... I think Bernard's head is kind of spinning with all the talk. Like, again, he's not an idiot, but again, he does not understand virology. He does not understand, you know, chemical warfare. And like, he he, under, he knows what it is, but he doesn't know, you know. The, yeah, this would be so far over. Yeah, and the fact Orpheus's that like, head. Yeah, and the, he thought he was coming here just for ghosts, and now it's this and that, and uh, you know, is it real or is it not? I think he's just kind of quietly mulling this whirlwind of what was one night. <laughs> um, one night. Ten episodes. <laughs> uh, in his head. Uh, and, um, yeah, until they get back to base, I think he's just gonna, gonna think about all of these things that have transpired. And uh, um, maybe even thinking about, too, 
you know, how much he wants to include in whatever his report will be. Because, again, this is starting to seem like people know stuff and people aren't saying stuff. So he's probably feeling a little bit like, how how much of do I put of Lucian Fuchs? He seemed pretty confident that there was something else. Mm. And I think I want to talk with my team about it when, okay. when we can. When we have that moment. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Orpheus, is there anything you would like to do? Uh, a lot of ideas have been put in motion with the end of the story, which was my intent. Is there anything you would like to grab a hold of briefly before we, we exit, or are you good? I think I'm going to leave well enough alone. Okay. Then on that note. Um, really quick, I guess the only thing I did, I, but, but it's I will say it, and maybe we'll cut it. Did we ever kind of find out what was alluded to, like, when he earlier tried to communicate with the Earth? Did we mm. ever kind of find it? kind of seemed like there was something else that was going on outside of that place. The way you dealt with things, it did not come up. Okay. You guys rolled well enough with him. You never woke up Helmut. You got to the machine, and the way, the way you handle things changed the way the story ended. Okay. Uh, you never found the information that would have unlocked the final battle. You guys got, like, ending B. Okay. <laughs> we didn't have to fight the big boss. That's good. Yes, actually. Um, <laughs> um, so on that note, uh, if anybody out there who is listening and enjoys our content would kindly uh, give us a rating, give us a review. If you think we're a three-star podcast with some rough edges, but a good idea that you're going to stick around with, we appreciate that. I won't ask you to lie for us. Just be honest. Uh, Cameron, of course, gives you our email address. Don't be hesitate to reach out. I know we have a TikTok. I know we have a Facebook. Admittedly, I am not well inclined on those, but I know yeah. we have them. There's an Instagram, there's a Twitter, and, and you can DM us stuff it. You know, as well. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to reach out and ask questions about the world. I can always answer them. Uh, I've been living in this world for a real long time. Send us emails. Give us reviews. Give us, like, hey, I really love that you do this, but don't do that. This story took like 10 to 12 episodes based on what time it is now to get done. If you would rather they always be short, easy, digestible stories, most people I've talked to didn't mind because it was still a good story. But let us know if you wanted them to be a little bit shorter. As the DM, I could try to make sure that my stories have less parts, less chapters. If you're okay with it, then I won't worry about it. We will do our best to always get our episodes recorded all at once, this was kind of rough for all of us, yeah. but we had legitimate good reasons. So thank you for sticking around. We really, really appreciate it. Like I said, it was kids, sickness, computer breaking down, everything that could happen <laughs> to a podcast happened. Yeah. So hopefully from here on out, we can get on a schedule and be awesome. These guys are great. Thank you for listening. This has been Anarium. That's right. We love you guys. Bye. All right, everyone, we did it. The first arc of Anarium has been completed. I know you are as excited as we are to get to the next chapter of Anarium. But that's going to have to wait. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for sticking with us. This We have gone through so much as a show already uh, in just a short time of being a show, but you guys listening and... and uh, talking to us about what you like, what you enjoyed, um, helps us so much as a show and we'll know what we want to do going forward. And as things get uh, 
easier for us, hopefully. Uh, hopefully our lives don't continue to be as chaotic as they have been for the start of this show. I know that we'll be a more consistent program, and uh, that's good for everybody involved. So um, this wraps up the arc, like I said before, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, this one took a lot of work, and uh, we enjoyed it making it so much. Um, but we're on to the next one, so stick with us. Make sure to leave us a review um, and hit us up with any uh, questions or um, I don't know, even if you just want to tell us what's up, I enjoy the show. Uh, we would love to hear that stuff from you guys. So thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs>